Hello and welcome to Afternoonified, the podcast where there is a 0% chance of you spontaneously combusting. I'm Ryan. And I'm Emily. I guess we were wrong. on the live show uh there was like a 10 second gap between that was so awkward that was very awkward oh that was great we're supposed to have the ending theme play too um hopefully by the time that they hear this people will have heard our live show i'm sorry I for the delay so that yeah i mean i hope it, it's there in two weeks um anyways so hi Hi everybody! We're it has been—it's been a very long time. It feels like it. Yeah, we got a bit of a hiatus in there. Yeah, um, but we're coming back all refreshed. And this topic is actually one that people have requested a whole bunch. This was requested? It was. Oh, um, <laughs> I thought I—you I, just assigned it, and I, I did. did. It. Um, no, we had some people on Twitter. I think we had some people on Facebook who wanted to hear about it. Cool. Um, also, it's... check out our new fucking sound system. Yeah. Also, we're recording in my home instead of in a conference room, which is hella dope. Pretty cool. Um, so today's topic is spontaneous human combustion. Specifically human. Yes, because it's animal combustion is a totally different topic. Um, as is just spontaneous combustion, because that is a thing. It happens to haystacks. What? <laughs> yeah, wet haystacks. Um, if you have a haystack and the middle of it is wet, um, there's a certain kind of bacteria that ends up having a chemical reaction within the haystack that um, causes the haystack to spontaneously combust. So spontaneous combustion is a thing. Huh. But we're talking about humans. Like, humans specifically. Um, so what do we have? I know nothing about this. So as you can probably guess, I'm going to start with a little definition for you. Oh, do we have the Greek origin? Do we have the Greek origin? No, we don't. <laughs> Um, um, okay, so spontaneous human combustion encompasses reported case of the cases of the combustion of a living or very recently deceased human being without an apparent external source of ignition. Keyword apparent. Apparent is very important. It is. Um, apparently. But <laughs> 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 Um, the term was first published in an article called Philosophical Transactions by Paul Rowley in 1746. Transactions? Yeah. It, it it was like a larger article about other things. That was the first time. It's not the first time the term has been used, but it's the first time you find it in writing. Okay. There have been about, this is what's interesting. There have been about 200 cited reports over a 300-year period, at least as of 1995 when okay. there was a book written about it. But 200 over 300 years, and that's it. There's maybe like one or two before that, maybe one after, but like for the most part, it's just within this 300 year span. I feel like there was an episode of CSI where they thought that she spontaneously human combusted. False. Well, yes, it was a television show. Well, yeah, still false. So I'm not going to try to like build up to some big explanation at the end. I'm just going to give you the explanation now, which is probably not the right way to format episodes, but we're doing it. So currently the accepted explanation... There's no right way to format an episode. That's, that's true. We've proved that. So the current accepted explanation is that there is actually an external source of ignition that has been overlooked in each and every case. Meaning spontaneous human combustion is not real. Or it hasn't been proven. That's true. None of, the, none of this has been proven. It's still a theory. It's all theoretical. However, the most 
scientifically sound so far is that you just forgot to see the cigarette that also burned up in the oh, yeah. fieriness. But there are a lot of weird things about spontaneous combustion, which is why it was so hotly debated for so long. So we're going to get into that. So the victims almost always have certain things in common. Um, yeah, they're being, on fire. Well, besides the <laughs> obvious, there are often chronic alcoholics. A lot of the time they are elderly women, usually. That's a weird... Yeah. The body usually has not burned spontaneously, but some lighted substance has come into contact with it. So it's been near a lamp or near an ashtray or near an exploded light bulb. Like it's almost always near a source of ignition. Next to a fireplace, something. Ghosts. Yeah, you know. The usual the usual. <laughs> the hands and feet usually fall off. We'll get into an explanation for that in a bit. I hope you do. Fire causes little to no damage to nearby combustibles, even things that have been in contact with the body. So, like, the chair they were sitting in won't burn. Weird. Also, we'll get into that. The fire usually leaves a residue of greasy, stinky ash. So, Well, human fat kind of creates that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Human fat, burn, stank, ash, grease. It's kind of like burning, um, like, an animal, because animal fat also yeah. creates, like, a really greasy, ashy. Yeah, it's icky. super gross. Icky, icky. So, for a long time, they thought that it was alcoholism that caused it. <laughs> Not the case. However, because people used to look for alcoholism so intently, it would skew the data, in a way, because scientists would... You know, they would dig and dig and dig through these people's history looking for any sign of alcoholism. So they're kind of being overly intent on looking for alcoholism and almost finding it where it doesn't exist. Yeah, kind of like fitting the theory and the facts to fit the theory kind of thing. Exactly. So a lot of the data already, before we even get started, is kind of skewed. So everything in this episode is a take it with a grain of salt type of thing. The first real study into this was in 1984 when two scientists named Joe Nickel and John Fisher did a two-year investigation into 30 of the alleged reports throughout history. So they did this big study, and they found that the bodies were often near sources of ignition, like I said, like candles, lamps, fireplaces. However, a lot of past reports actually omitted this fact from the notes to maintain an air of mystery, which already proves that most of the data from the reports is unreliable. Why would you be doing an... Why would you be doing an investigation and want to maintain an air of mystery? That is, and I, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't get opinions from these men from history. But uh, yeah. So a lot of the time that data wasn't even included. But if you look at like crime scene photo, I guess not crime scene, but the photos, and you look at kind of where they were. Yeah, if you really look into it, you can figure out that they were close to sources of ignition, but it was never really like explicitly written into a lot of the notes. <laughs> Error of mystery. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <sighs> a little ridiculous. It's like, uh, yeah, so she was ignited by this candle. It's like, Steve, you can't put that in the report. Why? It that's what Error of mystery. Error of mystery. How do you think Johnson got that promotion? Yeah. So the investigations also found that there was a correlation between alleged Spontaneous human combustion deaths and the victim's level of intoxication or other form of incapacitation. Well, if you're drunk, you're more likely to hang out around, like, lit candles and fall asleep. Exactly. That's the whole point of this is, you know, it's also why it happens to a lot of elderly women who can't get up and push the fire off of them. Obese people. This happens to a lot of big people that can't 
yeah. that aren't going to yeah, get up people and people who are, like, incapacitated. Exactly. So, yeah, people that are unable to respond properly to the accident. When the destruction caused, you know, when the destruction of the body was not particularly extensive to some of, like, the more mild, I guess, like mild singed? cases. Yeah, like, the more mild cases of spontaneous I mean, they still died, but... Yeah, still hella dead. Yeah. Um, a primary source of combustible fuel could possibly have been on the victim's clothing or covering, uh, something covering the victim, like a blanket or a comforter or something. So, um... However, when you look at cases where the destruction was really extensive, additional fuel sources were often involved, such as chair stuffing, floor coverings, the flooring itself, etc. So in those more extensive cases, there was damage to the items around the person. Okay. So now we're going to get into the explanation for why this happens. The best investigation we have, at least. Um, they basically said that materials like clothing or blankets retain... Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> you made a hand motion in what it was. No, I just, I have the brace on so everything looks like a hand motion. Oh, even if it's, yeah. <laughs> She's such a nerd. Um, I was exercising. You did, what, 10 mountain climbers? 15, but it's the back and forth motion that <sighs> aggravates my carpal tunnel. Oh, only nerds get carpal tunnel. Nerd. Nerd. I'll have you know, I've gotten carpal tunnel flare-ups from... Never mind. People are going to listen to this. <laughs> no, please proceed. Pandies. Um, I really hope Emily's mom never listens to this. My mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Neither does my mom. That's Can probably a good thing. Parents? No, it's that's a good thing. Yeah, and I'm also probably. glad that Travis doesn't listen to this thing. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that like no one I really know listens to it. <laughs> I love all you strangers out there. Um. So anyway... <laughs> People land down, probably passed out, have a blanket on them, or are wearing clothing, you know, generally. Um, there's something called the wick effect, which is when the body starts to burn, the fat sticks to the blanket and turns it into basically a candle. What? Yeah. So blankets and clothing burn for a really long time because they become meshed with the melted liquefied fat, and it just sits there and burns and burns and burns, which is why it gets hot enough to melt bone. Melted, liquefied fat. And bone. And skin and hair and everything else in between. Mm. Burning uh, hair. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so the wick effect or the candle effect. Um, according to Nickel and Fisher's investigation, stuff around the victims were often undamaged because fire tends to burn upwards, not outwards. So there's no reason that it would catch the table next to it. That's true. That's why you can stand really, really close to a campfire and not get... without getting burned. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But if you put your hand over a campfire, you're probably going to burn your hand. Probably. I mean, depending on how high, but yeah. Um, um, I had something to say about the wildfires in Eastern Oregon, and then I forgot what I was going to say. Something about burnt up, not out? I don't know. They're just chasing it towards Crater Lake, so it hits the lake and doesn't have anywhere else to go. Hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Only you can prevent forest fires, kids. And Crater Lake. <laughs> I guess prevent the spread of forest fires? Yeah. yeah. Crater Lake's not out there, like, putting out campfires and stuff. Yeah. Super smoky up there. Speaking of smoky. Oh! <laughs> um, they think that most of the time the victims die in their sleep from, like, a heart attack or something, and then they're ignited. 
Yeah. Because there's not really any signs of a struggle at all. Like, not even just yeah, so much Yeah, so they don't burn to death. They die of out- or inside sources and then, and then just burn. catch fire. Yeah, precisely. Um, however, Benjamin Radford, science writer and deputy editor of the science magazine Skeptical Inquirer, Ooh. casts doubt on the plausibility of spontaneous human combustion. Oh, he would. He sounds like a real so, dick. I got a quote from him. Oh. You personally? (laughs) I hit him up. (laughs) He says, if SHC, or spontaneous human combustion. SHC. Or shts. If you're learning Polish. Or no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if it's real, and not the result of an elderly or infirm person being too close to a flame source, why doesn't it happen more often? There are 5 billion, in 1987, there were 5 billion people in the world, um, and yet we don't see people randomly bursting into flames while walking down the street, attending football games, or sipping coffee at a local Starbucks. Well, maybe he doesn't, but... I'm sure it's happened. I saw a hipster catch fire at... Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's an epidemic nowadays. Yeah. That's what you get for carrying lit incense in your pocket, you damn hippie. So he has a point. People don't spontaneously combust out in the world. Why does it only ever happen in their homes? Um, because they're already dead. Foot is so asleep. It's like Always. the bathtub all Every over time. again. Every time. All right. So we've got a few natural explanations, um, which, I mean, I gave you the one. That's the answer. The rest of these are just kind of other Outliers. things that have been yeah, yeah. proposed. So almost all cases of spontaneous human combustion involve people with low mobility, which means that they can't run from the fire. So once they're on fire, they stay on fire, which is kind of a gross thought. A little morbid. Um, So they just sit there and like, this is fine. This is, oh, I guess this is how I go. (laughs) Pretty much. So cigarettes are often seen as the source for many of the fires. um, Yeah. Because... Improper disposal of smoking materials causes one out of every four fire deaths in the United States. Wow. So a quarter of all death by fires because of goddamn cigarettes. Stop smoking, kids. That's right. I don't know why kids are That's the second time I've... Yeah, because I mean, if you and your whole group of friends is smoking, that means, you know, a quarter of you guys got to go. Statistics. So the odds. Damn statistics. (laughs) Natural... Causes such as heart attacks may lead the victim to dying. I mean, <laughs> that's typically where heart attacks lead you. Um, side note: speaking of heart attacks, my uncle had a heart attack like a week and a half ago. Two oh, weeks ago, he okay? Well, he died for like forty-five minutes, and they were doing CPR for forty-five minutes. Oh, Jesus! But they brought him back to life. Wow! So my uncle is an actual zombie now. That's so heart cool. attacks don't always lead to death. Have you asked him about the afterlife yet? No, I don't want to know about it because it really freaks me out. Um, white light i'm afraid it's just gonna be like long unending blackness that sounds boring i know but i'm pretty sure that's what it is yeah all right well that got dark (laughs) uh so basically people die and then drop their cigarette and catch on fire they turn into a candle you know standard bada boom bada bing you're dead spontaneous human combustion Um, So, like I said, the wick effect hypothesis suggests that there's a small external source. um, It chars the clothing at a location where there's going to be, like, splitting of the skin, which causes the subcutaneous fat to kind of burble out of it, you know, up into the clothing, which is a little bit charred, and then it turns it into a candle. Ta-da! 
<laughs> Yay! Um, it can continue for as long as fuel is available, which is why it burns the body so thoroughly. It's because it will just sit there and candle burn until it's literally gone. Fat people. Yeah, I mean, they make good candles. Um, so it has been successfully tested with animal tissue, uh, specifically a pig. They tested this. It works. It's consistent with the evidence recovered from cases of human combustion. Um, the human bodies have typically stored enough energy in fat and other chemical stores to fully burn the body. And even lean people, really, really thin people, have several pounds of fat in their tissues. Just kind of mixed into all of it. It burns yeah, really well. Yeah, because you have to have fat to be alive. Pretty much. Unless you were in the Holocaust. All right. <laughs> now we're making Holocaust <laughs> jokes. I don't know if that's so much of a joke as a fact. fact. God, me and the dark facts today. It's a shitty drive home, all right? That was like an hour. I know. It doesn't usually take that long. That was the worst it's ever been. Really? Mm-hmm. Of course, when you get in the car. Well, that is... Bad luck. Yeah, that is how I roll. Well, Emily's just so beautiful, she causes traffic jams. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> so, yeah. Candles. I feel like I haven't made a butt joke yet. I feel um, like we need a butt joke. Butts. Butt holes. Butt cheeks. Butt cracks. Ooh, butt cracks. Butt cracks. <laughs> you overpronounced your T's. Butt cracks. <laughs> They're the butt cracks. <laughs> now we're Russian. <laughs> butt cracks. Get your butt cracks here. <laughs> That's a terrible stand. <laughs> so uh, the proteins in your body also burn, which provides less energy than fat, but still enough to continue combustion. It's usually a very slow combustion that lasts hours. It gives the water time to slowly evaporate out of your body, so then the water doesn't put the fire out. So, yeah. Bodies burn. Um, Theory as to why all of the cases of spontaneous combustion happened within a 300-year period, it all happens kind of in the same zone as, like, industrial... I don't want to say industrial revolution, because it starts, I think, a little bit before it. Yeah. But... You know, when people start having more candle-lit lamps in their home and more fireplaces and light bulbs and are smoking cigarettes all the time. And it ends when we start getting smoke detectors. <gasps> That's why it's that specific period. Before that, people was just like, night time's night time. So part of the reason that the feet don't burn is, and the hands fall There's off. There's not a lot of fat or a lot of protein down there. It's mostly just bone and skin. Exactly. Also, not usually covered by a blanket or your clothing. So if you're wearing pants on a long sleeve shirt, hands and feet are left out. They fall off. That's true. They're not part of the candle. It's kind of like when uh, you burn a match and you hold it horizontally and the end of the match eventually like falls off, you know? It just kind of burns. Yeah. You know, it doesn't end up burning all the way to the end. Yeah. Same scenario. <laughs> <laughs> How's your brother Luigi doing? <laughs> so a man named John Abrahamson had a great <laughs> name along with great theory. This is John Abrahamson. This is actually something we've talked about in the past. Ball lightning. <laughs> I didn't peek. Um, Ball lightning, eh? Yeah. He thinks that it is what causes spontaneous human combustion, which doesn't make any sense because if there was ball lightning, wouldn't it have to like go through yeah. the ceiling? So that's why I don't I don't totally get how the ball white ball whitening. Um, <laughs> uh, uh. So like a terrible medical procedure. No, don't get your balls whitened. Don't get your butthole whitened. You, you're beautiful the way you are. Yeah, 
quit whitening things. Should you be tanning them instead? Don't do anything to them. Actually, maybe like moisturize the balls a little, like clip them up. A little manscape. So they're not like ashy and overgrown. Ew. Ashy. Ashy balls. Oh, God, I remember the day of having to look at variety of balls. That sounds weird. I don't like it. I don't like ashy. I don't know that I've ever noticed balls as being ashy. Maybe I've just been blessed with non-ashy balls in my life. But yeah, I, they're not good. Mm-mm. Ashy balls. It's better than I when like, they're damp. I like can't even picture it. It's what ashy balls look like. It's not. It's Pretty. just. It looks like they're kind of like papery. Uh, uh, uh. Um. No papery balls. Like I said, moisturize, trim up, and like maybe powder them a little bit because no one likes damp ones either. <laughs> Where they stick to your leg kind of damp. Yeah, when you got to pick them off first. <laughs> no, here, hold on before you go down. There. Oh, man, I'm actually... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I quit making hut noises because I'm actually going to do it here in a second. So, ball lightning, do you remember what it is? We talked about it, I think, in the pirate episode or uh, ghost lights. Ghost, ghost lights. lights. It, it's... Electricity that's attracted to like something that's sticking up or out, and it like gathers around it. Well, then that doesn't make any sense inside of a home. It might like there could be rogue electricity, and it finds like a conduit, um, like top of a lamp or something, like the top of a lamp or like an antenna that's hmm. on TV or like a knitting needle, even. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting theory. I don't think it's true. Yeah, indoors is a little hard to get behind. Yeah, especially with no damage to anything else. Um, some people say that um, scalding has a lot to do with it. Scalding? Yeah, so scalding causes burn-like injuries, including death, without setting fire to the clothing. Um, it leaves the body sometimes looking charred and burnt. So, like, is, really hot water? Yeah. Which, it wouldn't burn you all the way, but there are a few cases of spontaneous human combustion that leave the body whole, but yeah. they're just a little bit burny, and they think that that might actually just be scalding, like dropping How would hot someone... tea. Oh, that that's yeah. very small, though. Yeah, but it would be hot. If it was hot enough tea, it would leave like burns all over your chest, and that would look like fire burns. Well, and I guess that if you were older and you were shocked by being scalded, it might give you a heart attack. Yeah. Well, you can die from scalding burns, too. You can be scalded to death. It like says just, so. How? I don't know. It just kills you. I guess it you can get shock. Puts like, your body into shock. Yeah. Shock or, I don't know, some if other weird protein well, if things. Your system is already all fucked up from, like, being an alcoholic or being old or, like, being obese, then, yeah, yeah the shock might kill you. Exactly. Um, some people suggest ketosis. Um, like, with diabetics? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So ketosis is what causes diabetics to have a really, really sweet scent to their... Yeah, and it's also part of um, being on a ketogenic diet because you put your body into ketosis in order to lose weight, and it actually is very, very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the long term... It doesn't sound healthy, because what it is is... And it happens a lot with alcoholics, too, which is why a lot of alcoholics actually are thinner and not big. You notice that? They don't get, like, beer guts or anything. I mean, sometimes they do, but for the most part, like, you would think with how many calories and carbs are in alcohol, it would be, like, hugely fat. Well, yeah, that's why I don't get it, because alcohol is really carb-heavy, but the whole thing to put you into ketosis is that you eat really high-fat, mid-protein, almost no carbs. Well, what it says with alcohol, though, you're adding alcohol to this process. Okay. So that changes the way the process works. So... 
Um, alcoholism or low carb dieting produces acetone in your body, which is really, really highly flammable. flammable yeah. So that's why some people think that that's the cause of spontaneous human combustion. Acetone is the same stuff that you find in like nail polish remover. Yeah. It's a really intense chemical. That's why it causes you to lose weight. It like kind of eats the fat off your body. Yeah. That sounds extremely unhealthy because I don't think it just eats fat. Anyway. Um, spontaneous human combustion can be confused with something called self-immolation. Where you set yourself on fire? Yep. Like those monks. Yes. It's a form of suicide. Um, in the West, it accounts for only 1% of suicides, which I still think is a lot of suicides. It's a lot. But in places um, that are undeveloped or currently developing, um, like in Africa and stuff, and the like- figure can be as high as 40%. Cheap and easy. Can't get your hands on a gun. It's true. It is very easy. And like... Gets rid of all the evidence. Your family doesn't have to dispose of you. Yeah. And I guess it... I mean, it does have more popularity in like Asian countries. Um, Actually, hanging is a really big thing over in like Japan. Yeah. I can see that. Doesn't leave a big mess. Uh, We need to do an episode on the suicide forest. I think it's on our list, isn't it? Probably. Coming up. Yeah. At some point. I don't know. Yeah. Eventually. Self-immolation. Uh, yep. Yeah, so self-immolation. So some people think that it's actually caused by like an oxygen reaction, something about like the oxygen levels in your body not matching the oxygen levels in the air and it causing like spontaneous combustion. Kind of like what happens in haystacks. They think that it's like being mimicked in the body and it has something to do with like oxygen levels, but that's not how it works. Just remember that scene from Deadpool where he sets that oxygen chamber on fire with the cigarette? Yeah. Um, or a match. It was a match. Doesn't matter. Still, that's... I don't know how I got a cigarette in the oxygen tank. Uh, I know. Eh. Point is, he blew up the oxygen tank with fire, because oxygen is very flammable. Exactly. So they think that that has something to do with it, but it doesn't. So, gonna get into a few... Oh, last one. You're gonna like this one. Oh. A lot of people blamed it on poltergeists. Yeah! Yeah! Probably wasn't. Uh, yeah, definitely not, considering we decided poltergeists weren't even real. Um, didn't we decide that? Ghosts, maybe. Poltergeists, no. Actually, uh, I'm, yeah, kind of, um, this is my obligatory. Last podcast in the lab just did a two-part series on the Einfield poltergeist, uh, who we discussed during the poltergeist episode. And they did more research than I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, it's a lot more credible than I think I said it was. Hmm. So maybe I, we need to do a an update. I need to do a corrections corner on that. <laughs> um, there is some validity to it. I was basing it mostly off the Wikipedia article and the movie The Conjuring, which I found out that the Warrens' involvement in that case was not as extensive as. It was in the movie, and it just turns out that Paramount doesn't have the rights to a lot of the Warrens' cases, and that was one that they did have the rights to. So they had to exaggerate. Greatly. Uh, The Warrens were there for a day. Oh. And they weren't invited. Oh. Damn. (laughs) Um, Little different. Um... Gonna read about three notable cases. Oh, oh, yay! Yay, notable cases! Um, I'm just gonna read them straight from Wikipedia because I think they said it pretty well. Okay. So, July 2nd, 1951, Mary Reeser, a 67-year-old woman, was found burned to death in her home after her landlady realized that the house's doorknob was extremely hot. 
The landlady notified the police, and upon entering the home, they found Reese's remains completely burned into ash with only one leg remaining. So whenever you look at pictures of spontaneous human combustion where it's just like one leg sitting on the ground in a pile of ashes, that's this case. Um, That's where the photo's from. I'm gonna Google it. Google it. You'll see a black and white picture. There's one leg with a lady shoe on the end of the foot sitting next to a pile of ash in a living room. This is the case. Um, the chair that she was sitting in was also destroyed. During the investigation, detectives found that Reeser's temperature was around 3,500 degrees Fahrenheit. Sweet mother of shit. So, as you would expect, this kind of puzzled the investigators because it is so hot, but it left the room almost entirely intact. Um, it's she literally was... just from the middle of her calf down, and yeah. the shoe is just completely intact. And the, the leg is fine. No burn marks, no scalding. It's I mean, there's some ash fine. on it, but... Yeah, but there's no injury to the leg yeah. at all. So that's why spontaneous human combustion has been so hotly debated. Oh, it's look, there's confusing. a close-up of her leg. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Reeser was a user of sleeping pills, and she was also a smoker. There a you go. Common theory was that she was smoking a cigarette after taking sleeping pills, fell asleep while still having a lit cigarette, which would have burned her gown. Wick effect led to her death. Um, investigators also found that the fire had burned a socket, which stopped a clock at 2.26 a.m., suggesting that Reeser had been burned around that time. So, Case closed. Case closed. The next one I'm going to talk about is Henry Thomas. He was a 73-year-old man and was found burned to death in the living room of his council home on the Rousseau estate in Ibsville, South Wales. I have no idea how to say that. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. E-B-B-W? Well, if we have any Welsh listeners, um, this would be know. the time to speak up. Yes. So it's E-B-B-W space V-A-L-E, South Wales. Um, so this happened in 1980. His entire body was incinerated, leaving only his skull and a portion of each of his legs below the knee. The feet and legs were still clothed in socks and trousers. Half of the chair in which he had been sitting was also destroyed. Police forensic officers decided that the incineration of Thomas was due to the wick effect, and his death was ruled death by burning, as he had plainly inhaled the contents of his own combustion. So smoke inhalation from his own dead body. I guess it wasn't dead yet, but yeah, smoke inhalation from his own body. He inhaled himself? Yeah, and it killed him. Yeah. So December 2010, much more recently... The death of Michael Faherty in County Galway, Ireland. Michael Faherty. I was going to do Fairty. an Irish accent and then I... Michael Faherty in County Galway, Ireland. Thank you. Wow. I don't think it was very good. Was that okay? You did the was accent it the right one? you were trying to do. Was it the right one? What? Oh my gosh. Should I do the rest of it in an Irish accent? No. I'm feeling it now. Um, well, there's another Irish name in here, so you're going to get a little bit more. Um, Go for it. So it was recorded as spontaneous combustion by the coroner, the doctor... Uh, Kieran McLaughlin, it doesn't sound as good in an Irish accent. I don't know, that was cute. Yeah. Made the statement at the inquiry into the death, um, and I quote, This fire was thoroughly investigated, and I'm left with the conclusion that this fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion. It doesn't. For which there is no adequate explanation. This was in 2010. Come on, man. I know. We've known about the Wick effect since at least the 80s. Come on, man. So... That's all I have for you. That's spontaneous human combustion. It's not real. I'm sorry to dash everyone's dreams, but it's interesting and the pictures are cool. And you got to hear it in pretty good audio quality, so... So hell yeah! Um, Ads. 
So if you have spontaneously human combusted, hmm. please contact us on Twitter at Afternoonified, on Instagram at Afternoonified, or Facebook.com slash GetAfternoonified. We also have a website called... Well, it's not called. I mean, it's called it our is website. Called that, yeah. It's called our website. Um, it's www.getafternoonified.com. You can get in contact with us. You can donate your money to us. We love donations. We do. We do love them quite much. Um, quite much. Quite much. Quite love. much. You can also listen to past episodes, which we highly recommend. Just don't be expecting the audio quality you got today because you're not going to get it. Nope. Um, so today's show was brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash afternoonified. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Who still has those? Every single time. <laughs> I hate that they put that in there. <laughs> Including books we've mentioned before, like Stiff by Mary Roach. Um, also, I'm currently listening to The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I highly recommend it. Wow, that's an out-of-character choice for you. Oh, I love Hitchhiker's Guide. Really? I'm going to get a Hitchhiker's Guide tattoo soon. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Your first tattoo? Yeah, I'm going to get a 42. Oh, that's adorable. It's going to be cute. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, um, and I'll do the loot crate. Uh, so I have to finish reading it. So anyway, audibletrial.com <laughs> backslash afternoonified to get your month free trial along with a credit for a free audiobook of your choice. I used my free credit on J.K. Rowling's The Casual Vacancy. Ooh, good one. Uh, it was depressing as shit. Yes, I was looking at that when we were recording. Um, it's a very good book. Uh, it's, yeah, it's depressing. Anyway, we are also brought to you by Loot Crate. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 at LootCrate.com slash Afternoonified for 10% savings on your first box. Each box comes with a t-shirt and an enamel pin along with four items. Um... I don't know what this month's theme is. I didn't look into that before, but oh, yeah. they're all they're all really nice items. I got a Viking drinking horn once. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it was great. So that is lootcrate.com slash afternoonified, promo code bridge ten to get ten percent off of your first box. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, anyways, I think that that's all of it. yeah. So um until next time. Yeah, I feel like we were gonna discuss something and then I don't remember what it is. Um we're awesome, you're awesome, give us money, rate review, subscribe on iTunes. We love I love reviews. We've been getting some really nice reviews. Awesome. Yes. Please do. All right. All right. Bye. Hey, David, what are you afraid of? I think mostly the the hand of the Grim Reaper slowly approaching my body. Because it's all bony? Yeah, and you're afraid of tiny bones. I'm afraid of tiny bones. Do you think the Grim Reaper is full of tiny bones? No, I think he's all big boned. <laughs> <laughs> he's full of huge bones. Do you think the yeah. sickle is a bone? Yeah. <laughs> it's a real long, specific, uh-huh. long, sharp bone. Yeah. That's how you have to drag people down to hell, right? Yeah, exactly. Big bones. These are some very specific fears. If we could talk about on these fears about anywhere, I would talk about it on our podcast called Bugaboo. You can we're part of the River City Podcast Federation. You can listen to us every first and third Wednesday of the month. Yeah, and we're two Portland comedians. I'm David Muscoro. I'm Kelly Richardson. And we'd love for you to listen because every week we discuss fears and phobias with different people. And we always say this. What, what are, are you, you afraid, afraid of? of? So check us out.